Good morning. It's April 29th. And welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is, It's None of My Business. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. James 1, 26. All of us know someone who frequently begins a sentence with the phrase, it's none of my business, but these people make it easy to spot when they're on the verge of saying something about someone else, often of a not-so-subtle judgmental bent. Would that all of us, when gossiping, were kind enough to fly this yellow warning flag at the start of our transgression. Most of us were taught by a parent or a grandparent that if we can't say something nice about someone, we shouldn't say anything at all. Imagine what our political discourse would look like if everyone listened to their grandmother's advice. But gossip doesn't have to be judgmental. It doesn't even have to be ill-intended. Oxford English Dictionary defines it as tattling, unrestrained idle talk, or unfounded rumor. Certain localities are even known for the presence of gossip, whether a hair salon or the gym. The problem, of course, is that when you speculate about what are often private affairs of others, you can do real and sometimes irreparable damage. You can damage the reputation of the object of your discourse based completely on erroneous information. When your words inevitably get back to the person about whom you were speaking, you can severely hurt their feelings and damage whatever relationship you might have had or ever hoped to have with them. Even well-meaning speculation can be dangerous. Recently, a large church in Dallas lost its senior pastor of more than 25 years. The circumstances under which he left were never made entirely clear, and few have had any communication with him or his family since then. There was discussion among what I believe to be good, moral, devout people who nevertheless would throw out all kinds of speculation, very little of which was based on any fact whatsoever. Some of those suggestions would definitely have been hurtful should they become known to the object of the discussion or to people who had a close personal relationship with that pastor. Let's take it a step further. During the pandemic of coronavirus-19 in the spring of 2020, you could hardly speak to anyone without them repeating something that they had heard about who has it, how they got it, why they got it, what the mortality rate was, how many were going to die, or what so-and-so was doing wrong. Gossip is unfounded rumor about events as well as individuals, and it can often be mixed into conversations where some things are factual and others are completely made up or misunderstood. The consequences can be essentially fear-mongering, the kind of thing that stirs up crowd panic, emotionally just like the kind of thing that can lead to stampedes and people being trampled to death. In essence, gossiping can be just like yelling fire in a crowded theater. There is a reason that gossip is listed by Paul in his letter to the Corinthians among discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, arrogance, and disorder, 2 Corinthians 12.20. In his letter to the Ephesians, he admonishes them to, quote, let no unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen, unquote. Ephesians 4.29. Believe me, We're all guilty of this particular sin, no matter who you are. It is important to remember that when you are talking about anybody, even a family member to another family member, and that person is not present and part of the conversation, it may well be gossip. 
So the easiest thing to do is pause before you speak. A lot of people reading this who know me will laugh at me giving this advice. In that pause, ask yourself, one, is the person about whom I am speaking present? Two, if that person were present, would my words be uplifting for them? If the answer to these questions is no, it would be better if you remain silent. Similarly, if someone starts a sentence with, it's none of my business, but, then make an excuse to not listen and turn away. Whatever they have to say is not something that's going to be uplifting for everyone. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Ephesians 4.29 Take ships as an example. Although they are so large and driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body. Consider what a great fire can be set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. James 3, 4-6 A perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates friends. Proverbs sixteen twenty eight. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Proverbs eighteen eight. Dear Heavenly Father, remind us to adhere to the advice of our elders who have already traveled the routes in life which we find so circuitous. When our grandmother tells us not to say anything, if we can't say something nice, lead us to recognize true wisdom when we hear it. Even those who have little to say are regarded more highly than those who prattle on about things of which they know little, or about another's business, that they undoubtedly would have preferred to remain private. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.